This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Well, hello, Slurds. I've got a little announcement for you. The Cheers to Comics podcast is now proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. And what is NSCLiveTV.com? I'll tell you. It is an all-around comic book channel. You, it's a, you go to this website, NSCLiveTV.com, and you're going to be given all of these options and different channels. Uh, for instance, the Cheers to Comics podcast, I believe, is channel 34. So, yes, there's there. Uh, we're one of the first podcasts on there, but uh, as far as other comic book needs, everything from live auctions to uh, other distributors, and I mean, it is an all around comic book website for collectors and enthusiasts and readers alike. So, once again, Cheers to Comics is super stoked to be affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com, and I, I think you should check it. I don't think. I don't think. I know you should go check it out. Uh, links are all in the description, but yeah, it's easy. NSCLiveTV.com. Your home for the best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and these are my priorities for December 18th, 2019. Hence the title, Pull List Priorities. If you're not familiar with Pull List Priorities, you're one of the, the, the many, many new listeners just joining in for the first time. First off, welcome. Uh, secondly, uh, what's Pull List Priorities? Let me give you a quick rundown. Oh, it's, 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 it's easy. I talk about what's coming out next week. Uh, it's really kind of a reminder type of situation. I know that the list could be daunting, and sometimes, you know, just hearing it come from somewhere else besides, you know, a previews magazine or whatever helps from, remind you when you're hitting those shelves on Wednesday. And I hate you. I would ha- I don't hate you. I would hate for you <laughs> to uh, uh, miss out on something because, you know, I'm a, I, I have the, 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 the uh, FOMO. Can you still say that? Uh, but I have, yeah, no, I, I hate it. I hate having to go online to get an issue because I fucking forgot about it or I got lost in the mix. If you guys saw the stack of my, 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 my pull list, it would be real easy to forget about something. That's why I start a pull list for one. But even then, you gotta remember to add it to your pull list. That's what pri- pull list priorities is here for. So once again, these are the books coming out on the 18th of December 2019. Let's start out with Vault Comics way down at the bees. What do we have here? Uh, Black Stars Above, number two. That was quick. I picked up number one. Didn't really get around to reading it, though. Uh, I haven't... I've actually kind of slowed down on reading this December, to be perfectly honest, just because we got a 
big sweet awesome transition over to the 143 podcast network and that has taken some time away from reading but all worth it all worth it hello new listeners um so yes uh and that may happen again this week. I can't say for sure, but nevertheless, it's not going to keep me from reminding you about it. So, Black Stars Above, number two. Uh, we've got three coming out of Vault this week that I'm going to talk about. We've got Cult Classic Creature Feature, number three. I think this one speaks for itself. Love, Death, and Hormones. Bam. Dope-ass cover. And uh, there you go. Who's doing this? Elliot Rahal, Rahal and John Bimmons. Cool. Cool, cool. And we got Money Shot. Money Shot number three. Keep this away from your kids. Because it is, well, it's essentially uh, uh, adventure porn. <laughs> Science porn. But it, it's very well well told, though. I will say that. Tim Seeley's doing a great job. And, yeah, I've, it, it's, it's, whew, whew, steamy. It's so steamy. Let's go to Valiant. Valiant Comics. We got a couple of Valiant books to talk about. Uh, when there's bloodshot, there will be Brian, uh, Tim Seeley, and Brett Booth. Alright, the long shot starts here, so it looks like all aboard as bloodshot faces off against ghoulish monsters on a bullet train to the heart of darkness. High-speed thrills and blood-curling chills leak behind every turn in 2019's best new action series. Alright, so we got a new arc happening here. It's, I think... I think the first arc just hit trade already. It's it's crazy how fast, how f- uh, fast these uh, Valiant comics push out this Bloodshot. That's for sure. It's not all the Valiant this week. Valiant's coming heavy. We got Roku number three of four. I have no idea what Roku is, but there you go. We got a Valiant number one. This is very intriguing. I don't know Visitor. But I think I'm going to find out. We've got Paul Levitz and MJ Kim on a six-issue miniseries. Yeah, Visitor, number one. It kind of looks like Blue Beetle in a way, but with guns. That's a really cool outfit. Anyway, Unstoppable, Untraceable, Unkillable. This is how he changes the world. Who is the Visitor? Why are the leaders of the world terrified terrified of him? And will they live long enough to find out? Well, fuck. Alright, what city is that? Uh, New York? I did say... I don't say New York. You know what? I'm uh, I'm very intrigued with this. I'm very intrigued. I like it. I'm gonna read it. And there's plenty of covers to choose from, too. All very, very pretty. Valiant, man. What a good week. Good week for Valiant. Let's keep it going. We're gonna move up to Scout. Scoot. Scoot Comics. Uh, Eskimo Kisses One Shot. So this, uh, first off, fucking Scout Comics has not missed with me yet. Loving it. And I like, I like the fact that, you know, it's a $6 one shot. I'm cool with that. As long as it, you know, fucking give me some pages. And I know Scout will, because they're not one for riddling your books with ads. Uh, yeah. And, well, Eskimo Kisses. Well, this is one of those things where you judge a book by its cover, not its title. Because that shit looks mm, violent. Real violent. Originally, the word Eskimo came from an Anaguan term for eater of flesh. There you go. But that definition has been lost to the ages until now. Present day, an isolated town in northern Canada discovers 
the true origins when a stranger arrives and they are overrun by cannibalistic creatures. Yes. All right, cool. I'm all about it. Along with the help of some locals, the town's police officer and pregnant wife must do anything they can to get out alive. And they got to do it in one issue. All right, Christopher Sabala and Randy Stone. Uh, oh, they're both. Okay, we got a writer team. And then Henry Panancio. Ponsano. Fucking said it wrong twice. I'm not going to say it wrong three times. That's, yeah, Henry P. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Scout Comics. If you're not familiar with Scout Comics, fucking get on it. Get on it. And actually, let's see here. This podcast is going to air on a Friday. If you listen to this podcast on the day it airs, tune into the Scout Comics live uh signing um i don't it's gonna be on facebook live and i don't know how a live uh internet signing works it's gonna be some sort of auctions or something i don't know but all the all the cats from scout you boys from metal shark pro and all of them are they're gonna be there doing shit and actually cheers to comics is uh proud to be a small small part of that um yeah you'll, you'll see uh, continuing on, Oni Press. Oni Press, we've got Rick and Morty. You've probably heard of it. Kyle Starks is still doing it. Alright, 57. He's going to end it at 60, or at least his run. So, bam. Rick and Morty. What else? Uh, let's... Fuck. There's got to be more, huh? Oh, yeah, boom. Shit, we're going to go all the way back up to boom. We're going to the big indies now. Uh, kind of a, a minor week, but at the same time, you know, the stuff that I did mention, mm, good stuff, definitely that Eskimo Kisses, definitely that, but let's, let's go to Boom, Boom Studios, if you're a fan of the Buffy universe, you got some Angel, Angel number eight, I don't read all that, but there you go, cool covers too, alright, this, so I don't tend to, to talk much about, uh, uh, trade paperbacks and all this stuff coming out, but I'm very intrigued with this. The Art and Many Mistakes of Eric Powell. I got a hardcover for 50 bucks. I, I just... I'm, I've grown to become a massive Eric Powell fan since the re introduction, not reintroduction, just introduction of Goon to me over this last year. And now that, you know, Sam Keith isn't really... He's my guy, always will be my guy. He's not just my favorite comic book artist uh, of all time, he's also my favorite, just artist of all time, no one will ever, you know, get to that level, but as far as working artists go now, uh, I mean, we've got Rob Guillory, and we've got Eric Powell, so naturally, this is, this is very intriguing to me, I like this quite a bit, life, work, and troubling shenanigans of a somewhat known cartoonist, and if you're not familiar with, or you don't understand why I'm hyping up something that, you know, I would normally ever hype up. I mean, this is, uh, just, just go read The Goon, I'm telling you. And make sure it's an issue that he's doing, that you will be blown away. He's, he's, uh, Eric Powell's absolutely amazing. To have something like this come out is awesome. And out of Boom Studios, too, because, you know, he has his own line, Albatross Funny Books, so. Cool shit. Cool shit for show. Uh, more Whedonverse stuff, though. We've got Firefly, number 12. Uh, Firefly's not my thing, but I know it's got a massive following, so I'm not here to discriminate. And, uh, yeah, it's not all about me, y'all. It's not about me. As a matter of fact, it couldn't be further from the truth. 
It's about you. That's why I do this. Uh, Folklords, number 205. I have a confession to make. I appear to be developing some sort of... Or, I wouldn't say developing. Maybe just admitting to some sort of weird dyslexia. Because I could have fucking sworn that this book was called Folklords. Uh... <laughs> Uh, apparently, I don't read good. That's, once again, why I read comics, because it's mostly pictures. But, uh, hmm, Folklords is what it is. Still, the, the description doesn't really catch me on account of how it's, uh, it mentioned kind of like a Harry Potter-esque type of theme. Not a Harry Potter fan, but, obviously, huge following out there for the sorts, so there you go. Folklords number two of five. Heartbeat number two of five. Which one was this? Yeah, no, this is the one I didn't read. Uh, yeah, this Boom came out with some shit. Or not Boom, but the Indies. The, the, the week that Heartbeat number one came out. It was just one of them I didn't... I just... I, yeah. But, you know, teenage vampires at the same time. But I heard it was brutal. So, yeah. I like Brutal. I really, really do like Brutal. Brutal. What's next? Lumberjanes number 69. Not reading Lumberjanes, but if you are or you have uh, little ones that are into it, bam. Number 69. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 46. Dude, come on. Power Rangers, you're reading it. Necessary Evil continues some mo. The all-new Omega Rangers discover a shocking betrayal from their, or whoop, from one of their own. Whoopsie doodle! A safe haven, oh, as safe havens turns into a Ranger vs. Ranger battleground. Not everyone will make it out alive. Not everyone will make it out alive. Uh oh. Who are they gonna kill? I bet you they kill Tommy again. Fuck that dude. Um. Oh, and you know what? It's time for that Red Ranger foil cover. I thought I had a Red Ranger foil cover. Must be a different theme. Fuck. I love these foil covers so much. So much. Uh, they're so good. They're so good. I'll pay all the money for them. I don't even care. Once in future, number five. It says five of six on the previews world here, but, you know, I was told that this was announced into an ongoing, so, yeah. Uh, maybe they're going to do 1 through 6 and then reboot it into the ongoing. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but I would imagine they're just going to keep it going. I think it's just easier to do it that way because there's obviously a whole lot of story to tell. Kieran Gill and Dan Mora, bam. Uh, Grand's life hanging in the balance. Duncan comes face to face with another knight in search of the grail, and only one will emerge victorious. So that gives you fucking nothing. Uh, know that uh, um, Duncan has been secretly trained. Oh, you know what? This isn't the spoiler podcast. <sighs> it's gonna be cool. Just uh, mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, Percival is gonna be fucking swinging some shit. But you'll, yep, 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 Boom Studios bringing it heavy this week. Damn, I spent a minute on Boom. Uh, let's go to IDW. I don't know why I say it like that, but. Alright, Glow vs. The Babyface, number two. Don't know what the fuck this is. Amy Garcia, AJ Mendez. Alright, the women of Glow. Is that that Netflix thing? Are preparing for an all-new sword of a foe. 
a news anchor. Hmm, well, the media is always the foe, so hmm, I'm not the media, though. Uh, as I learned the art of the promo to convince the media that Glow isn't a bad influence on children. Thank you very much. They, that You lost me. You lost me. So, uh, and there's no way I'm saving it from here. Uh, check it out. Glow vs. the baby face, number, baby face, number 204. There you go. There you go. Uh, what else? What? Hold on. Hold on. What? Are they done with Samurai Jack already at the Lost Worlds? That's a fucking bummer. The only reason I'm saying that is because I'm realizing there's a trade paperback coming out. and uh, I don't. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that, but there was only a few issues. Uh, like three issues. Ugh. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was more. It just wasn't enough. There's never enough Samurai Jack, goddammit. Uh, Mountainhead, though. Uh, Mountainhead number 305. The highly popular. John Lee's Ryan Lee. Uh, I, I, I fucking missed it. Whoa, that cover's dope. Holy shit, that cover's dope. Oh, man. Yeah, let me talk about this visual art on a podcast. Gotta go see it yourself. Yep, how's that for anticipation? Ooh, what's this? I loves me a number one. Wellington, number one of five. Creepy cover. I like it. I like it a lot. Alright, Aaron Mankey. Is that Doug Mankey's brother? Um, Delilah Dawson and Peter Kowalski did this amazing, very attractive cover that I'm so amazingly attracted to. From Aaron Crank... Aaron Cranky. Nope, try that again. From Aaron Mankey, the creator of the Lore Podcast. Hey comes an amazing new supernatural thriller that shines a light on the mysteries and monsters lurking in the shadows. Meet the Duke of Wellington, one of England's most decorated military heroes, and, unknown to most, her most daring monster hunter. Ooh. The secret history of the Iron Duke begins here. Well, got me. I'm in. Sounds fun. I hope I don't need to know a whole bunch of history, but... Fucking whatever. If I learn something, I learn something. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go out of my way to learn extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark Horse. <laughs> oh, good lord, Brian. Cal Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter. Number three of four. Love this book. Love this book. I think it's brilliant. David Das Malkin and Lucas Kettner killing it. Go back, listen to the interview with Lucas Kettner. Trying to get that Das Malkin interview wrapped up and lined out, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be awesome. But in the meantime, still got two issues of Count Crowley to read, knowing that there is going to be more, at least planned out. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. I'd like to think it's going to happen. I would like to think so. But yes, this is one of my most recommended Dark Horse books. Bow Show, Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter, number three. Alright, Neil Gaiman, American Gods, Moment of the Storm, number eight. Loving some American Gods, just not reading this arc. I, uh, I'm buying it all, because, you know, I'm... Uh, yeah, it's, I, w- I want to read it. But, there you go. Uh, keep it going. Ooh. Ooh. Did I get all excited right in the microphone again? i got to stop doing that. Uh, Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy, number one of six. All right. Jeff Lemire. Oh, fuck, dude. Come on. 
come on, you sold me on the title, and then you're gonna fucking give me Jeff Lemire on that, and I don't know what Tonki Zongnik is, but, um, come on, man. Spiral City finds itself trapped in a vicious cycle of crime, corruption, and violence. With the heart of the city at stake, a vigilante rises in Skulldigger. However, with the nefarious Grimjim... Oh, what a cool fucking name. The nefarious Grimjim escapes the prison. Will Skulldigger and his ward, Skeleton Boy, be enough to save Spiral City? Uh, at this point in time, is this the most anticipated book of the podcast? Yep. Yep. Uh, um, in case you didn't hear that, yes. Well, but there's still more to talk about. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, all right, strayed. Strayed number five. Not reading this, but it's the five of five. So this is wrapping up some stuff here. Carlos Gaffoni and Juan Doe. A map home. The final frontier is our minds. Bam. Sweet fucking cover. Don't know what straight is, but bam, there it is. I said bam twice. Image Comics, we've heard of them. Fuck so much Image Comics. Not mad at that. <laughs> Family Tree number two. More Jeff Lemire. I didn't. I, I didn't think I'd be into the first one. So good, so good. Jeff Lemire, Phil Hester, Eric Gapster. Uh, read it. It's Jeff Lemire. I'm telling you. I'm. I'm not. The dude's not paying me to get excited about him. Believe me, this is all. Uh, yeah. Farmhand. Number twelve. Rob Guillory. Rob Guillory. The Jedediah seed claims another victim as Ezekiel stumbles on to something otherworldly growing in the crawfish fields in Freetown. Go back. Listen to that amazingly entertaining, fun, insightful interview I did with Rob Guillory. Just a couple of episodes back. Just a couple. Not far back at all. Maybe three. Four tops. But you know, from here, you ain't scrolling far. Listen to that interview. Rob Guillory is the fucking man. He really is. And Farmhand, if you're not familiar with Farmhand, be familiar with Farmhand because he's going to be all over the TV Within the next couple of years, there's going to be farmhand fucking pops. It's going to be a thing. And I tell you what, the first mudbug farmhand pop that comes out, I'm buying. Damn right. Damn right. That's how confident I am in this. It's, it's fucking good. Yes, it's kind of a slow burn, but worth every minute of it. Every goddamn page. <sighs> Keep it going. Hardcore Reloaded. Number one of five, uh, Brandon Thomas, Francis Portella, new story arc. So if you're reading hardcore, there you go. And it's reloaded. More bullets than John Wick is what it says. Cool. There is a lot of guns on the cover there. Are they allowed to do that? I feel triggered. Uh, keeping it going. We've got... Heart Attack? Yeah. Heart Attack, number two, Sean Kittleston and Eric Zawadzki. Ever since the van... Oh, yeah, this is Image's attempt at uh, kind of a mutiny, X-Many type of thingy. Uh, I'm not going to be hanging on to this one because I, I have my X-Men elsewhere. I'm not dissing this by any means. It's just not, not, not nothing that I want to invest in personally. 
Uh, however, Middle West, we've got our third story arc. Scotty Young, Jorge Corona. Uh, yes, good stuff. I, I, I mean, you just... Uh, I, I don't know how much more excited I could be about a book, and the only reason I'm not yelling into the mic is because... Um, I'm not going to do that to you. Read Middle West. Keeping it going. Yeah, it's, it's a heavy image week, so get into it. We've got Old Guard Force Multiplied, number one, of a new five-issue miniseries. Alright, so this is apparently chapter two of Force Multiplied, so I don't know what this is. Okay, apparently this is something that you have to have read before. So this is the second story arc of Force Multiplied. Cool. Greg Rocco, Leonardo Fernandez. Alright, so I'm not into the first, or I haven't read the first one, so this isn't going to be something that I'm jumping on personally, but for those of you that were into, uh, what is it, Force Guard? Force Multiplied? Then, bam, there you go, more of it. Uh, pretty Violent, number five. This is, I read issue one, that, fuck. That was funny, <laughs> but that's nothing that I currently, I mean, I don't really have time to invest in something like that, but still very, very, very entertaining, nevertheless. Last one from the indies before I get into the big dogs, we've got Safe Sex number four. Not reading Safe Sex. But Tina Horn and Michael Dowling are killing it, according to the people that have talked to me about it. So, there you go. There you go. That does it for the indies. I <laughs> Obviously, Image is... That's going to be your, your where the majority of your, your folding money is going to go. Count Crowley, though. Boom. From I mean, I mean, Dark Horse and boom. Once in Future. Count Crowley. Just more brilliant, brilliant indies. I, 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 fact is, read indie comics. Just do that. If you've never read an indie comic before, pick one. Just pick one. I gave you plenty of choices. Um, you know, yeah, you've got number ones in here to go after. Uh, you know, there's a few I mentioned that, you know, there's very few back reading to, to get caught up. Or very little back reading is what I mean to say. Yeah, this is, do it. Read Indies. Now, let's get into the big two. DC Comics. DC Comics, number... I mean, Aquaman, number 55. I'm, I don't read Aquaman. I, I, I read the, the, the first f uh, two trades of this run and thought, whoa, this is cool. But, unfortunately, you know, it's uh, Aquaman's a trade book for me and I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, 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 Kelly Sue DeConnick and Daniel Enriquez. Oh, if I recall, this is... Oh, you know what? DC is also going to break the bank this week. There is no possible way to uh, um, really quantify the level of uh, just mass that DC is bringing to us. Uh, and you will find that out here as I continue on. We've got a black label book, a basket full of heads. Uh, I've this has been a great, great, great series so far. It was the first one in the Hill House comics, which is kind of a a side spawny thingy from the black label of DC. Yeah, fun, fun book, uh, but it's it gets better, guys. It gets better. 
Fuck, I should almost save this one for absolute last. Batman, number 80, motherfucking five. Uh, why, why so emphasitical? That's not a word. <laughs> why so much emphasis on 85? That's never been a milestone issue. This is Tom King's final issue of the Batman run before he jumps over and does his 12 maxi Bat and the Cat. But from here on, James Tinney and the Fourth is going to take over, and uh, I, I, I this is this is huge. I still have to read eighty four, um, but I think I'm going to just kind of read them both back to back so I make sure I just get that extra. <clears throat> you know, oh man, oh man, yeah. No, I'm going to have to do a podcast on on this week's books for sure because, whew, I was thinking about taking it off and getting together the year year end episode but how could i not talk about man all right yeah and then oh and of course they're going to end it with an amazing francesco Matina variant you want to know something i think he uh i think he stole this cover from someone yeah yeah he did a cover just like it yeah oh he stole from himself <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just giving I'm giving the hater shit. This is a beautiful cover. This is this is fucking uh, that's Batman, guys. That's Batman. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Keeping it going though. You know what else is big news in Batman comics is the final issue of the Scott Snyder Greg Capullo Batman arc. It was, it's been announced, they're not going to do any more Batman stories together. So, the DC Black Label <coughs> book again, Last Night on Earth, wraps up. And, whew, just be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, no, I have to do this podcast. <laughs> Alright, man, exciting week in DC. It still gets, it continues to be exciting. Because Batman Superman... I was, just the way the fourth one ended, and just that last page made me real, I mean, obviously there was more story to come, but the, just the, to be continued in so-and-so, in a whole nother book, made me feel like, oh shit, okay, they're wrapping it up here and they're taking it elsewhere? I didn't know we were going to get a fifth issue at this point. I thought this was going six, and then, like I said, it was just that, that final page really threw me off, the way it said to be continued in so-and-so. Regardless, this has been my my introduction into my liking of Joshua Williamson's writing, and I'm fucking into it, man. I'm into it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Catwoman number 18. Not reading Catwoman ever since Art Jim got off the variants, but there we go. Chris Anka's doing this variant. It's a fucking sexy variant. It is. It would still look good on my wall of Catwoman, which I still have up. Ah, oh, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What? Yes, see? I, 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 almost, I didn't even notice this one when I was skimming through. Doomsday Clock number 12 concludes. Motherfucker. Alright, so I will not be featuring this one on this that episode, or that week's episode, uh, or rundown, because I'm going to do a full-on, probable, probably two-part trade negotiation on doomsday clock i gotta fucking go through and binge read it now oh man oh man i'm so excited to do this 
Alright, I'm also nervous too. But this is this is a massive book to the DC universe. It's going to mean everything for the future, and I'll be damned it came out uh, by the end of 2019. That's crazy. That happened. It's technically still a year behind, or almost a year behind, but still. At the rate it was going, no one thought it was going <laughs> to actually end this year. Good on you. You made it, Jeff Johns. Harleen, number three. This is a black label book that's just a whole lot of fucking fun, too. Uh, I'm not... I read the first one, and because of how thick and dense it was, I realized this is just something I'm happy to have in my collection, and I'll get to it when... I'll get to the rest of it when I get to it. Uh, if I get enough people to bitch that I haven't talked about it yet, then I'll talk about it. But, in the meantime... Yeah, there you go. Harleen. Alright. Okay. We've got He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse, number two of six. Didn't jump on this one because I just don't know enough about Motu. But it's a whole good He-Man versus bad He-Man type of thing, I think. I don't know. But Motu fans rejoice. It is time for more He-Man. We've got an infected book spawning from the pages of Batman Superman. This is the Infected Commissioner, or Infected the Commissioner. So, boom, Commissioner Gordon. He's all fucked up and... Yep. Yep. Uh, Joker Killer Smile, number two of three. Once again, another black label book. Uh, this is telling me that for the next two weeks, DC's not really going to have anything coming out. And I know that there was a week last year where they actually didn't have anything come out. So, yeah, uh, don't skimp now because in a couple weeks you're not going to have a whole lot of DC at all to pick up. So keep that in mind. It'll all balance itself out. So, yes, this more Jeff Lemire. He's, he's, he's all going to be all up in your brains this week with all types of different stories. So, yeah. Uh, I almost missed another DC Black Label book. We've got stuff from the Sandman universe, John Constantine, Hellblazer, number two. First issue, uh, admittedly confused the fuck out of me. I have no idea what I read. Uh, I was hoping this could be my introduction into a John Constantine ongoing, or a Hellblazer ongoing. Just didn't happen, unfortunately. But, for those of you that did get into it and have already been into the character, or for whatever reason understood something that I didn't think was sick. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Boom. Justice League, number 38. Second to last issue for Scott Snyder on Justice League. It's Apex Lux versus the Justice League, y'all. Get into it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. I gotta go back and read issue 37 still, too. A little fucking behind. Just a little behind. It's scary. I don't like falling behind on comics. Um, What else? What else? Okay, Legion of Superheroes, number two. I'm not going to be reading this series, but Brian Michael Bendis, he's doing his thing, so there you go. Last God, number three. Hey, more Black Label? You got it. <laughs> I don't know what Last God is, but there you go. Um, uh, There's just too much Black Label, and I, I actually, Last God is the only Black Label book I haven't picked up since Black Label has become a thing. And unfortunately, Sandman number two will be this uh, also in that category, but I still picked up number one. But I never picked up number one of Last God, just because I just, I don't have time to, t uh, 
invest in new DC characters unless it's a character established in an ongoing story already. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Uh, low low woods number one of six. Guess what this is? Black label. Black label from Joe Hill, Hill House Comics, Carmen Maria Machado, and Donnie on the art. Alright, what is this? Shudder to Think, PA, what that? Shudder to Think, Pennsylvania? Has been on fire for years. The coal mines beneath it are long since abandoned. The woods are full of rabbits with human eyes, a dear woman who stalks hungry girls, and swaths of skinless men. What? And you just got just kind of like whooshed over that little sentence there. And the people in Shudder to Think? Okay, apparently that's the place. Well, they're not doing so well either. When Elle and Octavia wake up in a movie theater with no memory of the last few hours of their lives, the two teenage dirtbags begin a surreal and terrifying journey to discover the truth about the strange town that they call home. DC and Hill House Comics present the comics debut of award-winning best-selling horror writer Carmen Maria Machado from C... IMDb. The Low Low Woods explores body horror down past yet unexplored in comics. Is that right? Well, I haven't said no yet. So, yep. There you go. There you go. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. I'm into it. More Sandman. We've got Lucifer number 15. I buy it. Uh, I'll, I'll read it eventually. <laughs> Metal Men number 3 of 12. This is one that I'm going to just kind of keep collecting from here. I really... You know, I'm going to keep reading it. Never mind. Uh, it's it, The first two issues were great. I have no reason other than time to not read this book. Because I like the idea of an end Metal Man that sounds evil as fuck. Nightwing number 67. I know there's a lot of fucking trash talkers out there about Nightwing, and you know a lot of people haven't been reading it because, for whatever fucking reason. But trust me, it's good. It is. Don't listen to the haters. It's this is important arcs, and I mean I don't want to give anything away, but Nightwing he's doing some shit, some bad guy stuff, and it's scary. I like it. More Jeff Johns. Yep. Two books, same month, Doomsday Clock, and Shazam. Shazam, another book that's been highly delayed, but, but. Fuck, that last issue was great. As a matter of fact, that last issue was my most, or, uh, yeah, most recommended overall story of the week. So, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I like the fact that we're getting another Shazam issue not too far from now, and a beautiful variant that's definitely going to make the wall book talk next week for sure from Carrie Andrews. I'm excited of what Jeff Johns has done this year and um, I haven't read any of Doomsday Clock but <laughs> I've heard brilliant beautiful awesome exciting things. Now as if DC wasn't as or it wasn't exciting enough. Do they I think every single DC book is coming out this week. It's time y'all. I've got the, the promo poster in Cerebro waiting to be frumed, framed, and hung. Suicide Squad. Number one. Tom Taylor. Bruno Redondo. Ugh, I know. Suicide Squad has had a lot of hate. But it's Tom Taylor. 
It's Tom Taylor. This is going to be the the. the it's gonna it's gonna sell. It's gonna sell so hard. Uh, I I I don't. I don't know how... Uh, Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor. Enough said. And Bruno Redondo's art? Mwah, fucking beautiful. I, I don't know anything about this team. I could see that we got King Shark on there. We made a little bit of Bullseye. Not Bullseye. Uh, Deadshot. We got, obviously, we got Harley Quinn on there. But the rest, you know, I'm not too familiar with. I'm really not. And frankly, I, I, I am fully confident that I don't care. They could put uh, anybody in this book and attach Tom Taylor's name to it. And I can guarantee you, you will be entertained. It is a guarantee. Uh, I, I, it's just... <laughs> the dude's a bro. I don't know. I'm going to stop stroking him because... Yeah, you know, uh, not paying me for all that. And how about another Francesco Matina variant to go along with it? Fucking A. Oh, man, I'm so broke next week. Good thing, good thing NSC Live TV hooks it up. <laughs> They're a great sponsor. They are. They, they, they do help with that Patreon, uh, that big, big, fat Patreon uh, subscription they signed up for. That's big. Y'all can help this pile, too. <laughs> Sign up on Patreon. I'll get to all that later. Oh, there's going to be more Superman Smashes the Clan? Cool. He's still doing all that. Fuck him. Fuck him. Punch the Clan in the motherfucking face, Superman. Bam. Punch him. Uh, Teen Titans, number 37. Not reading Teen Titans, but there you go. Teen Titans, number 37. Wonder Woman, number 83. Not reading Wonder Woman 80... Not, <laughs> I was trying to be slick there. It didn't work. Not reading Wonder Woman, but there you go. But you know what? You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Wonder Woman Dead Earth, though. Wonder Woman Dead Earth, though. Number one of four. I've never... I've never bought a Wonder Woman title. But when you attach a monstrous name like Daniel Warren motherfucking Johnson... And give him a, you guessed it, black label book. And give him uh, 160 pages to tell a dark, gritty, uncensored Wonder Woman story. Have all of my money. Seven dollars? Fuck. I'd pay twice that. I would. Uh, I don't, I mean, Murder Falcon is my favorite thing to ever happen to the comics ever, ever, ever. So when you get the same guy... Along with his wonderful colorist Mike Spicer along the way, teaming up, this is, I, I don't, this is, I don't, <laughs> fuck man, holy fuck DC, what are you doing, I'm gonna need two weeks to read all of this, you know, maybe that's what I'll have to do, <laughs> shit, last but not least, from DC, alright, you're this. You're the villain stuff, but that cover though. You're the villain. Hell arisen, arisen, arisen. Number one of four. James Tinian the fourth. Steve Epting. All right. DC's You're the Villain begins its sinister conclusion. It's about fucking time. Lex Luthor has brought Perpetua back from her cosmic grave and restored her power. Now the, the multiverse lives in fear that she might wipe out all of existence. You know, naturally. The only thing that could stop 
occur are the forces of the Dark Multiverse, which means it's Luther's mission to defeat the Batman who laughs. What? Apex Flex versus the Batman who laughs is going to be a thing that I'm gonna read. Holy shit. Alright, uh, so it's coming from... You know, spinning out of the end of Justice Do More, so gotta read Justice League number eight, 38. The conclusion of the Infected arc. Okay. Alright, I see what you're doing here. So Batman Superman number 5, so okay, boom. That knows that that's only going 5, not 6 issues. And yes, I was just having this conversation today, as a matter of fact, without even knowing this is a thing. Someone asked me, well, who's DC's big bad right now? And I said, well, it's between two. Lex Luthor and Batman Who Laughs. And the Batman Who Laughs thing was agreed upon, but because this said person was also not caught up on some Justice League, he's not aware of uh, Apex Lex. And Apex Lex is a motherfucking beast. So, these are the two... I mean, fuck, dude, Darkseid doesn't have shit on these two. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. Smarter than Batman? One, two steps ahead of Batman? What? All of the Legion of Doom combined, given from the powers of Perpetua? What? Fuck. Fuck. Alright, cool. You got me. I didn't, I didn't read much of the Year of the Villain stuff, besides the stuff that was uh, you know, already interwoven into the ongoings that I was already subscribed to. I didn't drop anything because of Year of the Villain, I'll say that. So, good job. DC for, you know, still retaining me, but, but, you got me with the conclusion. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. DC, I am impressed with your, uh, girth and length, both. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. Marvel Comics. Uh, going to the comic book store, gonna get some Marvel books. Amazing Spider-Man number 36, this is part of that whole 2099 thing that I'm not reading. Buying it, not reading. No gaps in my Spider-Man collection. Doesn't mean I have to read it. Sometimes it's okay to skip an arc. Uh, I'm staying away from the 2099 stuff. Not, not, not that I'm trying to convince anybody. I'm not, by no means am I trying to convince anybody to stay away from anything just because I'm not reading it. I want to make that very clear to any new listeners. It's... This is, I'm not trying to persuade anybody away from anything. Definitely trying to convince people, or convince you all, that, you know, uh, to buy books, but never to not buy books. That's for sure. And by no means is no one, you know, none of these companies are paying me to do it. Uh, this is, yeah, I, I firmly, I firmly believe that everybody should be into comics, and it's infectious, and the more people that are into it, the more likely someone, one of you guys will get somebody into comics, and then boom. I don't even have to do this podcast anymore because everybody already know everything before I do. Avengers, number 28. So there you go. Motherfucking Avengers. Gotta read it. I thought I was going to skip this arc. Guess what? <laughs> fucking Jason Aaron knows how to fucking tell a story. I thought I was going to give myself a little bit of uh, another, you know, break on an arc. Couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Jason Aaron's too good to skip. Uh, we've got Annihilation Scourge, Omega, number one, go back, and, oh, what am I saying, go back? <laughs> it's a podcast that I just recorded, but it will be, it's not, it hasn't aired yet, or at least it, uh, by the time, or on the release date of this podcast, eventually, after a couple of days, 
Yes, it would have. Oh, this episode that I'm getting ready to speak of is aired. I got on the horn with Matthew motherfucking Rosenberg, and we talked Annihilation Scourge. And, yeah. So, I'm excited to, to see his, his first Marvel mini-event wrap up, and there you go. Uh, Annihilation Scourge Omega, number one. Bam. Black Panther, number 19. Don't read Black Panther. No, I'm saying I don't read Black Panther. And once again, I'm not telling you don't read Black Panther. Not my book, but there we go. Final act of the Intergalactic Empire begins here. Right there. Keep it going. Conan Super? Conan Serpent War. Number two of four. So that's your Moon Knight and your Conan. Your fucking stabbing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing it, man. Fucking losing it. Uh, who's doing this book? That's right, Jim's up. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be so much fucking fun. Uh, yeah. I I but for whatever reason I decided to not pick up issue number one. I don't know why. I stared it down. I, I did. I stared it down, and I think I just blinked first. That was it. Wasn't for me. It could be. I don't. I haven't given it a chance. Daredevil number 15, Daredevil potentially Marvel's best ongoing now that Punisher's over, I don't know, it's coin toss between this and Venom, but Daredevil is absolutely motherfucking incredible, it's going to be something that, an arc, a story arc, definitely when it comes to Daredevil that I will always, always recommend. It's, it's beautiful. Zarsky has done an amazing job following up Charles Soule's Daredevil run because once that was also brilliant. Let's keep Marvel going. Uh, Excalibur, number four. There you go. Excalibur. Fucking Dawn of X stuff. Still going. Fallen Angels, number four. Whew, these fucking books are coming out fast, man. Rapid fire, baby. Uh, yeah, there you go. I just picked up number three. So back-to-back -back week on Fallen Angels, it seems. Future Foundation, number five. That's fun to say. Not reading the Future Foundation, but... There you go, some Fantastic Four, and they're, I don't I don't know anything about it, to be honest. I'm just fucking, there you go. Uh, Ghost Spider, number five. I was digging it. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, it's, I'm, I'm there's just too much Spider-Man to read. Too much Spider-Verse to read. Uh, but, but, there's, uh, <laughs> this, this is really a great story. Sean McGuire's killing it. I, I thought it was awesome. There's no reason for me to stop other than time. Let's put it that way. It's just a time thing for me. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number 12, maybe the most anticipated Marvel book of the week. The, that, that's debatable, but Donnie Cates' run's coming to an end before Joe Bennett picks up. Fucking good shit, man. Good shit. Will we see Rocket die before Joe Bennett brings him back to life? I don't know. Will Drax be good again? I don't know. I've read the fucking book. But I'm gonna. I'm fucking gonna. Uh, Alright. Let's see here. History of the Marvel Universe, number 6 of 6. So, yeah, doing the whole, uh, well, history of the Marvel Universe. Kind of retold in a very, um, how do you, uh, actually kind of clever way. I like it. I've read a couple of issues, but not something I'm personally tied to. This this next one mm, could be one of my most anticipated Marvel books of the week. King Thor number 4 of 4. This is Jason Aaron's brilliant end to Thor. He's had an amazing few years. Awesome, 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 awesome 
story he's told with his character before Donny Cates takes over. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna go through, and it'll, I'll probably turn the four issues into a trade negotiation segment at some point. At some point, I'd like to. I really would. We've got Marauders number four, so another Dawn of X book. There you go, fucking Kate Pride, Captain of the Seas. Keep it going. I know there's more. There it is. Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Number one of five. Donnie Cates bringing his character back with Dennis Hallam. Uh, that's exciting as fuck. Two of the funnest writers in all of comics teaming up. Uh, with I mean, you know, it's Donnie Cates' character, so you know it's not going to be unfaithful to the character. Jeff Shaw's drawing it. Five issues. You're going to be all over this. I don't need to read the fucking... I don't I don't need to read the description. You're you're into it. I know you are. Whoa, well I gotta look at this cover. Yep. Yep, I'm into it. God damn. God damn. Uh Scream, Curse of Carnage. I don't know anything about Scream. Don't don't I picked up issue number one, but no I'm I don't think I'm gonna continue on. I don't even think that I I I made it through issue number one and it's not because it was bad by any means it's because i genuinely don't care about this character and sometimes it's just something i can't help it is what it is uh spider-man number three of five this is the whole jj abrams henry abrams spider-man this is fun. I, I've I've been liking this story quite a bit. I think it's very very unique and intelligent, and yeah, it's I, I like it quite a bit, as I had said. Uh, all right, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna start mentioning more Star Wars comics on here. I don't do that enough. Uh, Star Wars Empire Ascendant number one. This got a six dollar price tag, but Charles Soule and it says more are writing it. Uh, I'm interested. You know, it's got a whole... Dustin for Hoth is what it is. It looks just... I don't know. This is interesting. Uh, it's probably really big based off the, t the the price tag. And it's the original the original characters, it seems. Is that Dr. Afra in there, too? I'm not sure. I don't know anything about Dr. Afra, but I've seen, been seeing that face all over the fucking place. And, frankly, I've been kind of into these uh, action figure variants lately. So, yeah... Um, there's a couple this week. The other one coming from another Star Wars book, obviously. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Kylo Ren, number one of four. Charles Soule's writing that. Cool, this might be the one that I read this week. Uh, I, I just like Charles Soule quite a bit. I know he writes Star Wars very well. I know he writes Vader very well, that's for damn sure. And I like Kylo Ren as a character. So... Fucking A. You know what? Four issues? I'm into it. And that Clayton Crane cover enough is to warrant five bucks. Also, the figure variant. Tony Stark Iron Man number 19. This wraps up this arc before Iron Man 2020 begins. And yeah, there you go. Being an Iron Man fan, I'm very anxious. Very, very anxious. Very nervous. Last but not least, the book that I will be talking about or shouting out is another dawn of x book x-force number four so there you go 
It is, uh, I've been digging X-Force. It's actually, I thought I was, uh, based off the first, all of the number ones of the first six books, I thought X-Force was going to be the first one I was going to cut. And then number two came back fucking strong. And I've got number three in my pile right here. Uh, yeah. So, I know this seems like a lot. And that's not even close to everything coming out. But, like I said, towards the end of the year, the last couple weeks of the year, the the publishers really, really pull back. Uh, they, it's, yeah, it just, spend the money because you won't have, there won't, I mean, you won't be spending the money towards the end of the month. It's, it's going to balance it out, itself out, as I've said. So, yes, I, I hope that you've been informed, uh, reminded, uh, incited. I don't know. So that, that wraps all that up. Time for some shameless plugs. Time to support this podcast, everybody. Join folks like NSC Live TV and the Nerd Cantina and Ryan and a few others that are all on the Patreon just... You know, they, 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 they believe in this content. They want to see more of this content. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. So they throw out a few bucks of their hard-earned money this way. And you can join them. Uh, Patreon.com slash Cheers to Comics. Several tiers to choose from. Uh, starting at just a buck. Starting out at just a buck. Here. First off, I'm going to send you a sticker. Maybe even two. Maybe even fucking three. I don't know. Whatever I grab. It's going in an envelope. And fucking licking it and sending it your way with your name and all your all that good stuff on it but you're also going to get uh, exclusive access to content since the transfer over to 143 podcast you may have noticed that the episode count has gone down well that was on purpose not on accident if you want to catch the first uh, 19 20 episodes of the podcast maybe 15 16 somewhere in there, episodes of the podcast, uh, then those will those will be loaded up on Patreon over time. I'm getting to it, I promise. But along with that, you know, all of the old pre, uh, pull list priorities, you know, this is not necessarily relevant, but if you're just, I don't know, if there's something that you listen to, the, for whatever reason, you, you wanted to listen to it again, it'll all be up on Patreon soon, and as long as you're a Patreon, you're going to have access to all of that, but along with that, it's not just that old shit, it's also that new new as well. Uh, you're, uh, all of my bonus episodes are recorded at the beginning of the week, and they don't air until Sunday, so uh, I give you, you know between three to five days to catch it early just by being a patreon don't have to do any, any extra patreon tiers or anything like that just the the bam just by being a uh, private for cl- first class in the slurred army boom access to all of that good stuff now it helps this podcast tremendously it really does eventually i'm going to be able to start hiring video editors and stuff like that just things i don't have time for and that's all going to help this podcast grow in so many ways, and I just provide more and more content, and yes. Not to mention, these books are expansive, and yeah, if you, for whatever reason, you would just rather hear me talk about it than buy it yourself, then fucking become a patron, and, you know, do it that way. But I also know and understand that money isn't always so easy to come by. Uh, I know that you could probably find a dollar on your worst day. 
So, yeah. But at the same time, if you're new and you still haven't got all that faith yet, uh, I, I, I'm still going to urge you to support this podcast. But, you know, do it just by leaving a rating. It doesn't cost you a dollar. doesn't cost you anything. A couple minutes of your time, a couple of clicks here and there, but you're going to click anyways. You're going to figure out what... Uh, Haley Joe Osmond looks like now or whatever. I don't fucking know whatever those clickbait ads are. Uh, yeah, save yourself a clickbait ad and just leave an Apple review. Five stars. Boom. Fucking awesome stuff. Say what... Say say something. Leave me real feedback. I, I mean it. But do it behind a five star review. Um, the 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 five star review is going to skyrocket the podcast up in the ranks. And I do read the reviews. And I'll even read them on air. If you've got criticisms, anything like that, bam. Fucking send it behind a five-star review, and I will, uh, I, I don't take it lightly. I, 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 I'm, I'm here for you, not for me. I, frankly, could give a fuck if I'm talking into a microphone, unless other people are listening. So there you go. Um, yeah, that lets me know that you do appreciate what I'm doing, and I, in turn, will just continue to show my appreciation by putting out more and more content. So, without further ado, that does it for this podcast. Once again, thank you to NSCLiveTV.com, your best in auction action, as well as the 143 Podcast Network. This has been so much fun. Fun reminding you about comics, sitting in a room all by myself, looking at a screen of comic books. So, <laughs> that does it. Sorry, support your local comic book store on Wednesday or Thursday through, you know, Tuesday as well. And uh, that does it. It has been a podcast. You slurds read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon.